Welcome to Keeping It Real podcast with Kim Har and Kim Spence Mullen. We're real life friends who discuss real life problems in a real life way. As you listen to this podcast, we celebrate the good, support you through the bad, and point you to a real life God who has the answers. We invite you to join us at the table where together we'll laugh, sometimes we'll cry, but most importantly, our promise is to show up and do real life together. Hey friends, welcome back to the Keeping It Real podcast, and this is episode number three. Can we have a round of applause? Can we have a soundtrack or something like that? (laughs) 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 You know, I mean, we pat ourselves on the back or, you know, something like that, because, you know, when you hear podcasts, I'm going to say this, when you listen to people's podcasts, it sounds so easy. It sounds like they just get on and start talking. And yes, I mean, that's part of making it easy. But when somebody's been doing it for hundreds of podcasts, you know, there's people out there that I listen to that I know they've, you know, this is episode number 89 or 120. <laughs> and I think, goodness <laughs> sakes, bless your heart. So anyway, we're on episode three. So I'm very proud of that. And we are your host today. My name is Kim Spence Mullen, and just a quick little snippet about who I am. I know we we have places for you to go and look up information on Facebook and our websites, but I am a storyteller. I love to share usually other people's stories. That's why it's interesting that we're doing this, Kim, because for me to share about myself is kind of out of the ordinary right now. What I usually do is ghostwrite other people's stories. I do book coaching. And so story comes in the versions of podcasts, all kinds of things. That's really what I focus on. Well, and I'm Kim Har, and I am typically a story holder because I'm a licensed professional counselor and I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist. So I've got a private practice and I I see lots of people and I get the honor of holding their stories and walking their journeys with them. I love that. Oh, you need to put that on your website, <laughs> Story Holder. Okay, we got a new... Got I just a new... thought if you were a storyteller. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like to tell everybody, tell on everybody. No. Okay, so one of the things we mentioned early on in our podcast is that we, each time that you tune into an episode, we're going to, whatever our topic is for that episode, we're going to have the Keeping It Real questions. Mm -hmm. And because these are things we want you to think about, whatever our answers are, it's just things that we have experienced, but we also know that you have your own life experiences. And then every time we kind of wrap up a podcast, we want to take you to the the thought of how can we actually um, get practical steps? What are our next steps to finding something that's really going to help me out of this? So, you know, although we're having a great time, we want to make this beneficial to that's our right. listeners. So what is our first keeping it real question? Well, did you say what our topic is today? Self-care is our topic, yes. And we titled it When Self-Care Becomes Mm Self-Compassion. I love that. Well, let me ask you the question and you answer first. Okay. So the question is, what is your favorite form of self-care? And then I'm going to follow that up with what is the hardest form of self-care for you? My favorite, I could have a list, but my favorite is when I get to have some time to read. I love to read. Um, And also, 
sometimes it's spending time by myself doing not really a lot of anything in particular. It's maybe going for a drive. It's listening to music. It's that those are things that I love to do. And when I get a few minutes alone and I can turn on a song and, you know, pump it out of the speakers really loud. <laughs> that's one of my favorite things to do. All right. So before you talk about what you don't like, mm -hmm. because I'm afraid we may have similar answers, my favorite form of self-care is actually a little bit of the same thing. I like to be able to not be tied to the clock. Mm -hmm. So I don't like to schedule anything. Mm -hmm. I like to, if I go shopping, I don't want to have to be home at a certain time. Mm -hmm. If I, Because with what I do, I'm so tied to the clock, watching clients come in at a certain time, leaving at a certain time. So for me, it's really just giving myself nothing in the day. Mm -hmm. I want to do whatever I want to do. Um, and then I also, for self-care, I love to watch a funny show. Mm -hmm. I, lo I love to laugh. I love to watch old reruns of like the Mary Tyler Moore show mm -hmm. <laughs> or the Carol Burnett show. I'm, I know I'm dating myself, but I love to laugh mm -hmm. and just kind of make that space. I love that. So now going to the, <laughs> what is my least favorite form of self-care? That's so easy for me. I mean, I didn't, I, I, like I said, I could have a list of, of my favorite things, but my least favorite is definitely going to the doctor and going to the dentist. And yet I know it's a very important form of self-care. And I apologize to any physicians that are listening to us or any dentists that are listening to us. It's not that I don't like you personally. It's just, man, it is, again, it's the scheduling of it as much as anything. And then it's the, I don't want to spend three or four hours of my day doing something that I feel like is I feel like I feel good about yeah, myself. I'm but, fine. Yeah, I'm fine. But, you know, I know that there are things I need to do. And one of the areas of self-care that's very important for women, and I know for men too, but for mm -hmm. women is, and we hear it all the time, yeah. you know, mammograms, mm -hmm. things that, you know, are, are female checkups that are not things that are not going to be caught typically right. unless you have those done. And I will admit, because we're keeping it real, <laughs> I will admit I'm not good about it. And, you know, I have a mom who um, is one of those, and I probably, so probably rubbed off a little on me, that I don't know how many years it's been. I, I'm not, you know, she's since probably, you've gone or since, since she's, she's gone. gone. Yeah. It's been decades. Yeah. So, I mean, she's fine, I as far as I know, but, you know, that's so... That kind of thing, it's been a while for me. Yeah. Do you think some of that is, is just cultural with age? Because I know when I think of my mom mm -hmm. or my parents, too, mm -hmm. I don't know that the emphasis was as much on preventative care right. as it used to be on, okay, we go and we fix things when something's wrong. Yeah. And so if there's not a problem, why go look for a problem? Yeah. So I wonder if maybe some of sure. that is, is generational. Yes. And how they were raised, too. Yeah. 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 Well, it's funny you say that because, and, and I told you before, I actually wrote my answers down, so I did not copy your answer. <laughs> uh, but, well, one of, for me, one of the very hardest things for self-care is drinking water. 
Mm. I I am not a water drinker. I and I know that I need to be, and that's mm. one of the things I work on. Mm. I I do have goals. I work on that. Mm -hmm. um, I just don't drink a lot of anything. Mm -hmm. I mean, I just I don't get thirsty. Mm -hmm. And then after that, I'm the same way. It's going to the doctor. It's making doctors visits, and I am I will go. But when I get a prescription. Mm -hmm. If like, let's say that they say I'm supposed to take this vitamin or mm -hmm. this will make me feel better. I sometimes take it for about a week or two. <laughs> and if I don't feel better, <laughs> yeah, if it, I'm, I'm kind of guilty of, yeah. okay, I still have that bottle of vitamins from 20 years ago. <laughs> so, so those would be maybe my hardest and I'm not endorsing that because that is, Absolutely. when we get to the practical steps, I'll talk about how I'm changing that. But, but that for me is the hardest. And that's really important that we're saying how we live and what we do. Mm -hmm. We are not advocating that you follow our steps in that because that is, we know we need to make changes. And this is the idea mm -hmm. of saying, okay, we're being real with you to say right. that this is how we live. We know we're not the only ones. That's right. And we want to ring the bell today of, um, you know, not an alarm, but just to say, look, let's pay attention yeah, just to, yeah. And self-care, man, you know, I, I think of, we're talking about, of course, our physical bodies, but that's just because it kind of applies that way. But also, one of my other favorite things to do is when I get up in the morning, especially when I know I've got some extra time, I do, generally I do journaling. Um, this is, you know, we have categories of self-care too. So let's talk maybe about the spiritual side. I love to journal. I love to um read my Bible or read a devotional or something like that. Those things that feed me, that give me a light and a lift in my life. And that is true self-care. Mm -hmm. When I can sit and do that, um, it really, I think it really feeds my spirit, but also it feeds me in a multitude of ways. So, um, that's I think sometimes too that with all the different categories of self care, mm -hmm. I think maybe the spiritual self care may be one of the ones that's easiest to neglect, mm -hmm. because when we're talking about our physical self care, well, we have to sleep, we have to eat, <laughs> right? You know, we have to get exercise at some point, mm -hmm. and so I think spiritually that may be one of those areas where we don't put an emphasis on mm -hmm. and it may be sometimes people will think that spiritual self-care is just going to church mm -hmm. it's just going to church mm -hmm. or it's just reading my bible mm -hmm. and spiritual self-care i think is really connecting with ourselves with others with god mm -hmm. inner reflection it may be meditation mm -hmm. um because for me i know i feel most spiritual when i'm out in nature mm, i love that um, too. i do attend church yes. with my husband and and uh, but one of the most spiritual things for me is when i'm in nature and i look up and i see the beauty of the trees and the mm -hmm. water and i just i feel so connected spiritually mm -hmm. with the lord mm -hmm. and just being able to say you are so awesome mm -hmm. and mm, i, I am that. so little yeah. and you care for me i love that when you can see a sunset and just the colors and you mm -hmm. can walk or when you have a chance to walk on the sand and yeah. you see the ocean and those are things I, yeah, I connect that way too. I love that. Love that. Okay. Let's talk about some other ways, Kim. All right. So why don't we jump into the physical? Okay. Because that's the one that I know we began talking about. Okay. Going to the doctor mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. um, but 
physical self-care is things like eating healthy, mm-hmm. it's getting enough sleep, it's, I was, I was thinking about this, physical self-care can also be the way we feel about our physical, mm-hmm. and it may be things like wearing clothes that I feel good in. That may actually be a physical self-care. Um, it may be, it's more than just taking a bubble bath, mm-hmm. although bubble baths are wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, but that physical self-care is um, making time to move your body. Mm-hmm. You know, we mentioned, I think, in, in our previous episode a little bit about self-care is different for everybody. Mm-hmm. And for me, self-care may be just going on a you know, physical self-care is I'm going to exercise and I'm going to go walk in the park and enjoy it at that same time, but it may not be that I'm training for a marathon. Right. So it's going to be different from everybody. Mm -hmm. Um, But those are a few of those things. Those are a few of the physical things that I think of. Yeah. I like that. And I, I, I like that you can come up with what is the best form for you. But because, you know, we're all at different stages. So we'll have listeners today who are, not going to be able to walk as far mm-hmm. or some who can run and mm-hmm. that that's the care form of care for you. So it's finding that balance. That's right. Um, so I have a friend who for her, it's the, she loves to get on the rebounder, you know, the little mini trampolines. Oh. <laughs> so whatever you want to call it, you know, I, I, I remember her saying the rebounder and I thought, what is that? You know, but anyway, I think mini we trampoline. used to have one when I was younger. <laughs> yeah. And she loves that. That's like her, it, it energizes yep. her. So whatever you're drawn to mm-hmm. that makes you feel good in that moment, I right. mean, that for some, maybe it's, you know, giving your dog a bath outside yeah. or, um, which is actually combining extra things, it's emotional <laughs> and physical. Yeah. And, or planting a garden or doing mm-hmm. something that, you know, I love to go at my mom's, she lives on the lake and I love to be outside on the deck and just stare down at the water sometimes it's not even about being in the water although I enjoy the water but it's just it's again drawing mm-hmm. you into something where your mind is off of your problems what what takes you away for that moment yeah. you know okay I thought of another keeping it real question I'm okay. gonna ask you <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna put you on the spot okay have you ever had a piece of exercise equipment that you've bought that mm-hmm. you've had like in your bedroom mm-hmm. and it has been more of a hanger of clothes <laughs> uh, that you've had that you actually haven't used, mm-hmm. but you had the intent? Yes. Well, I actually, <laughs> years ago, they had these, well, it was like the version of the stair stepper thing, mm-hmm. you know, and I even put that sucker together. I mean, I put it together. This is going to be the answer. I've actually got a piece of equipment at my house. I don't have to go to a gym. Yeah. Put that thing together. (laughs) And next thing you know, it's holding. So I get laundry out, you know, hang things up and it's (laughs) the arms of it were hanger holders, you know? (laughs) Yes. I've got one of those Uh, in my garage right now. (laughs) My husband has a, I think it's a stair stepper Mm -hmm. and it's, it's a really good stair stepper. And Mm -hmm. I think, you know, if I ever wanted to use it, I've got it. Yes. I just haven't gone out to the garage to use it. <laughs> uh, all right. So those are the physical self-cares. Mm-hmm. What about the emotional self-care or just kind of like the psychological self-care? What do you think? Yeah, I think um, the emotional, you mentioned that even like washing your dog or mm-hmm. um, the idea of being around people who make you feel good. Um 
you know, I mean, this is a form of emotional self-care, what mm-hmm. we're doing. I mean, it's, it's enjoyable. It's something, you know, we get to talk and, um, for me, I do a lot of verbal processing when I'm thinking through something, it helps me to talk it out. And so when I have that chance, it's, um, it really, again, I look at the feeding of, and I mean that, you know, in the sense of how is this making me feel? Is it filling my tank or draining my tank? And, um, so things like that probably. What about you? I think for me is recognizing I'm listening to the voices Mm -hmm. that I speak to myself. Mm. So how, how is that coming across? Am I speaking harshly to myself? Mm -hmm. Am I, you know, uh, judging myself or just saying, oh, that was so stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, and being able to kind of catch it in those moments and come back and use that voice of compassion mm-hmm. um, and allow yourself to have any emotion that you have. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, I was thinking so many times we want to feel like what we would say are good emotions, mm-hmm. happy, joy, mm-hmm. love, trust. Yeah. But we don't like the feelings that make us feel uncomfortable. So we push them away. Mm-hmm. Almost like if you've ever gone to, like I say here in, in Oklahoma, we've got the Chuck E. Cheese, mm-hmm. uh, the little kids arcade pizza right, place. Right. And they've got a game where it's called Whack-A-Mole. <laughs> and you've got these little moles that will pop up from these little holes in this mm-hmm. little, uh, I guess, what would you call it? An arc, almost like an arcade yeah, game. Yeah. And you've got a mallet mm-hmm. <laughs> that you hit the mole down and it pops up somewhere else. So it's a game of speed mm-hmm. in hitting the moles down. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes we want to hit our emotions down quickly. Mm-hmm. We don't want to feel them. And so part of that is giving ourselves permission, no matter what emotion we're feeling, mm-hmm. is to stop and not judge it, mm-hmm. but just to feel it. Mm-hmm. So I think that that's an important one for me is just asking myself, how do I feel about something? And it's okay. Yeah. Um, what message is it giving me? What yeah. do I want to do with it? But I don't have to be hard on myself. You know, I'm sure we'll we'll cover this in some other topics. But I bringing piggybacking on that idea is the idea of when you have gone through something difficult, when you maybe it's a loss of some sort, and you know you have you've you've done well, you know, according to what you think you should be doing, but then there are times of where grief pops up or, Mm -hmm. or a bad memory or something like that. And what, what am I saying to myself in that moment? I mean, you know, so again, talking about how we respond, I mean, for me, I, I've learned more about the idea of, yes, accepting mm-hmm. that I can have that feeling that maybe a few tears need to fall, need yeah. to fall, yeah. you know, and that I don't have to wipe them away instantly and think, okay, pull yourself together. Yeah. You know, that that's, that is a form of care to allow yourself to actually experience exactly what you're talking about. The I think that's the self-compassion though. That yeah. self-compassion is, is when you're talking about, like, for instance, in grief, or you, you're sad about something and you're letting yourself shed a few tears, mm-hmm. that's a place of honor. Mm-hmm. That's a sacred space. Yeah. And just allowing yourself to feel that and um, let your body cleanse it. Yeah. That's your, yeah. I, I like to use an example of, like, a dishwasher. You know, we put our dirty dishes in there mm-hmm. and we start it. But if we're continually opening it up mm-hmm. and we never let it cycle, mm-hmm. our dishes never get clean. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's the same thing with our emotions mm-hmm. is if I stop my emotions and tell myself not to feel something, mm-hmm. I'm kind of like opening that dishwasher and I'm never letting it cycle. Mm-hmm. And so letting myself feel those things actually washes my insides mm-hmm. and I feel 
and you know, I feel yeah. like this good space inside. Yeah. Um, so yeah, letting, letting ourselves feel our emotions is really important. Yeah. Self-care. I love that. Okay. So we also have kind of talked about spiritual, mm-hmm. physical, emotional, what about mental and psychological? Um, I think, well, in the mental and the psychological ties in a lot to your emotional, but that can very much be things like allowing yourselves. I, I like to use the term, you know, you've heard FOMO, fear of missing out. <laughs> right. You, you, you know, commit to things, you go to things because you don't want to miss out. Um, but I like to, I heard the term JOMO, J-O-M-O, which is the joy of missing out, mm. is the joy of being able to say, not this time, I'm not going to do this. And so you actually give yourself that space. Um, to just kind of let the rest of the world keep going and you just catch your breath. Mm, That's really good. Well, so what other area do we need to talk about? Well, I think we we did talk about professional self-care is something that is not talked about a lot. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of of our listeners, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe professionals, and so I want to just quickly hit the professional one. Love it. Um, And in the professional one, it can be that self-care is taking time to talk to coworkers. Mm Mm-hmm. It may be things like I'm going to decorate my workspace in a way that feels good and comfortable for me. So I enjoy coming to work. It may be taking breaks. And this is one that, again, I have to really schedule lunches for myself. That's Mm -hmm. an area that I get to work on. But take breaks, take lunches, Mm -hmm. and just make that space where your work isn't all-encompassing. Yeah. Well, that's really valuable. And then... You know, again, kind of going back to where we started on the on the self-care idea of asking yourself what we want you to do today is take a moment and ask yourself those questions and really kind of hone in on what is it just again, it's turning our thoughts to something that's that's good for you. That's about yourself and taking that time. So what's something that you think you're going to work on for yourself oh you know what i already had it in my on my notes to i need to schedule a dentist appointment and i need to schedule a mammogram appointment i already have that on my notes for this week yeah for me i said earlier the whole part about even taking vitamins Mm -hmm. and drinking water Mm -hmm. i'm working on the drinking water i bought one of those little soda machines that it carbonates the water Mm -hmm. and so i'm just drinking carbonated water so it tells my brain I still get the fits. <laughs> uh, so that for me, and, and I'm not cutting out like pop altogether, mm-hmm. but I've made myself a goal of before I have any pop, I first have my glass of water. Mm-hmm. So it's about balance. Awesome. So, all right. Well, hopefully the things that we've shared today have been encouraging, motivated you. Mm-hmm. Um, and as we close today's episode, we just want to say how excited we are that we have you to be here as our friend welcome. We invite you to join us every two weeks as we dive into what it means to be real, raw, and restored. We promise to keep it real and come as we are so that you also can come as you are. To make sure you don't miss an episode, subscribe wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You can also follow us on our Facebook page, Keeping It Real Podcast. Remember, there's room for everyone at our table, so don't forget to tell your friends.